0: It's Friday, just after 5 o'clock. Let the weekend begin. And we can't start the weekend without having Bible questions answered. That's how we do it. It's Ask the Preacher. And it's brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church.
1: God had mercy on me, on me. God had mercy on me. Ask
0: the Preacher. And here's John Freed. Welcome, everybody. Glad to uh, be with you again this Friday, May the 20th. It's a great day to be alive, and I'm very excited today to have a friend of mine in the studio, and he'll be with us all weekend long. Uh, so everybody, put your hands together and welcome Tom Scarella. Hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it.
0: Yeah, glad you're here. Uh, come down to uh, Florida to enjoy the, uh, the the escape from Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. So um, anyway, this weekend... Tom Scarella will be with us at Believer's Fellowship Church up on the north side of town. Uh, A couple special days. So tomorrow morning is a, a training session, if you will. Uh, about evangelism, what yeah. is evangelism and how do you do it? So we'll talk about that some today, uh, but tomorrow morning at Believer's Fellowship, 10 a.m. So if you're interested in, uh, evangelism, uh, if you're like, man, isn't that, isn't that so hard to do? I'd like to have some simple, uh, ideas, some simple plans. Uh, um, how can I learn how to do that? Well, come tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., yeah. and uh, and learn what I am have been recently calling over-the-counter evangelism. Love it. Take the sting out of it. It's not hard. It's very natural. Yeah. Nobody ever looks at an orange tree and goes, wow, isn't it amazing, all the effort that an orange tree puts forth to produce fruit. The children of God naturally produce fruit. That's right. And so when we realize what we are made of, we can very easily uh, reproduce, love love it, and bring others into the kingdom. Okay, so that's tomorrow, 10 a.m., and then tomorrow, which is Saturday, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, May the 21st, at 7 p. am sorry, at 6 p.m., May the 21st, Saturday, 6 p.m., we will have a special healing service at Believer's Fellowship. That's the plan. God can do yep. anything He wants, but that's the plan, uh, 6 o'clock. So I want to invite you—we'll say this a couple times a day. if you uh, deal with chronic pain, chronic illness, maybe you have um, a, 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 a stiff arm or leg, maybe a blind eye, uh, a deaf ear, a variety, maybe you're in a wheelchair, maybe a variety of different things, um, come. Come tomorrow yeah. evening And let's see what God does there tomorrow evening, 6 p.m. at Believer's Fellowship. And then the next day, which is Sunday, May the 22nd, uh, at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., which are our normal service times. This will be the first time we've made public announcement about this. But during the summers, so starting the very next week, we'll be going to 10 a.m. services. So this week, though, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. on Sunday with Tom Scarella. So, uh, Tom, welcome to to the Ask the Preacher
1: program. Yeah, thank you you so much. It's always good to come back.
0: Tell me, uh, we've got four minutes in, until this break. Oh, I, I need to mention. Um, well, I'll give you an advance notice here, and then I'll mention the phone number. Um, I, when we, after I mention the phone number, I want you to talk to us for just a moment about the most exciting healing miracle that you ever witnessed on the streets, not in a church service. Oh, okay. But on the streets, you yeah. know, at a at a baseball game or at a at a grocery store or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so folks, if you have a question, whether you have a question about the Bible, you have that question for Tom or myself, maybe it's about evangelism. Maybe it's about the subject matter of healing. Maybe you're uh, wondering uh, what garbage bags work the best. You can call, <laughs> you can call into the program uh, 863-682-1430. One more time, 863-682-1430. Okay. So, Mr. Tom Scarella, what was the most exciting healing miracle that you ever witnessed out in the public, out on the streets? Not in a church service, but out on the streets.
1: Yeah. uh, Last year, uh, we went and we took a group to uh, Las Vegas for a missions trip. Uh, Cool. Weird enough, about five years ago, the Lord spoke to me about start doing, because we used to take teams with us to different parts of the world. We used to go to Jamaica and Puerto Rico and East Africa, South Africa, and stuff like that. About five years ago, now I understand why, because of the whole COVID thing, Uh, but uh, about five years ago, we started taking teams to Las Vegas. And so last year, we had uh, the largest team, 34 people, came from all over America. And uh, so we had 34 people there. And so for three days of intensive training, and then we would go out as well. And so we just had landed, we just had assembled, uh, and we went uh, downtown, and I said, let's go get something to eat, and then we'll come back for our very first training. And there was a pastor that came, actually a South African pastor, who was taking a church in Wisconsin, and so he and I were just visiting, and this crazy man walks up to us in the middle of the strip, (laughs) and he yells, man, you got to go in there, this guy, he... um, in this business, he was able to take about uh, 10 to 20% of my pain away in my sciatica, my lower back. And I said, really? And he said, yes. He said he gave me a product and it took away about 10 to 20%. And I said, well, that's wonderful. I said, but this guy right here, next to me. I said, spot. he'll take the other 80% <laughs> oh, away right yeah. now. And this pastor's like, thanks, Tom, you know? And uh, the guy said, really? And the guy said, uh, the pastor said, yeah, sure. And so he said, well, how are you going to do it? He said, well, just stand there. And so he just stretches his hand out. He said, the name of Jesus be healed. And he tells the guy, bend over, touch your toes. And he was dramatically healed. The guy was just bawling. And had his mask on, of course, but he was bawling his eyes out in the middle of the street. Just God, just really met him. That was probably one of the most. That one and a couple of others we've seen, pretty pretty dramatic. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, that's
0: pretty awesome. I, I think it fits you well, because uh, and maybe we'll talk about this when we come back from the break in a couple minutes here, but uh, you use this term, take people's pain away. Yeah. And uh, that kind of, in a sense... Uh, mystifies it, but it it it's at the same time demystifies yeah, it. That's right. Um, I think religious chri- religious Christians probably don't like that term um, because it's not the religious norm statement. Um, but yet, the people of the world might actually appreciate that term. So uh, maybe maybe we'll talk about that type of thing, terminologies, and sure. and uh, what is, is comfortable in certain situations and and what's not. Uh, regardless. We serve a Jesus that is alive yes. and well, and His Word works if yes. we'll work it. Um, you're listening to Ask the Preacher. Uh, so glad you've joined us today. If you have a question, you can call in, 863-682-1430. Uh, special guest in the studio today, Mr. Tom Scarella, with us all weekend long at Believer's Fellowship. Hey, we'll be back in about two and a half minutes. But now let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher. Heard every Friday here on Talk Radio 96.7. Brought to you by Believers Fellowship Church. Here's John. Hey, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Ask the Preacher. And uh, made mention to you about Tom Scarella being with us at Believers Fellowship this weekend, Saturday morning, 10 a.m., for an evangelism training. And then we'll go out and actually implement, practice what what we were learning there. Um, And so that'll run from about uh, 10 a.m. We'll probably leave out at about 11 and then be on the streets for a little bit. Um, But at 6 p.m., a special healing service. So if you if you have uh, illness yourself or a family member or a friend, uh, it, it doesn't matter, big or small. Listen, a, a headache and cancers, no no different to the to the Creator. So it's uh, he he he'll take care of stuff. And so if if you just want to come and watch uh, God do amazing things, you come Saturday night at six p.m. and then Sunday morning nine a.m. and eleven a.m. at Believers Fellowship Church. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta we'll 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 have some conversations about over the counter evangelism, uh, simple healing about taking people's pain away, the lingo, all of that kind of yeah. stuff. Uh, but, brother Tom, you had something you said you wanted to you wanted to share.
1: You know, there, there's a lot of different kinds of sickness. Even the Bible talks about. There's about eight different sicknesses that Jesus healed. There's uh, uh, in, you know, anything from lameness to blindness to deafness to uh, um, several other different things. I think there's a total of eight different ailments that he he brought healing to. But I, w- I was thinking about it, and and maybe I'll share a little bit more about it tomorrow night. I don't know. But um, there's something that's mentioned in, in Luke 13. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. I can just oh, share yes. that. Oh, yeah. So Luke 13 says this. Uh, it says, there as he was teaching in the synagogues on the Sabbath, behold, there was a woman with a spirit of infirmity, 18 years, was bent over, could no ways raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her and said, woman, you are loose from your infirmity. And so here in in these verses, he calls it a spirit of infirmity. Now, now it's the only time we see it in the entire scriptures, but um, I had never really thought much about it. And then in 1996, I was doing these revival meetings and went to pray for this uh, young lady And uh, the pastor's son said, hey, will you pray for my girlfriend? I said, yeah, sure. And uh, people are laid out into the power, weeping and laughing and stuff all over the church. And so I said, where is she? He said, she's in the last row. She's laying down. She's in pain. I said, oh, what's wrong with her? And he said, well, um, right now she's got inflamed kidneys some kind of weird kidney infection. But he said for the last 18 months, he said she's had one sickness after another. She had mono, she had Esten Barr. Uh, he named about, I don't know, half a dozen things. And so when I went to lay hands on her, instead of just say, be healed in the name of Jesus, all of a sudden I said out loud, I, I was kind of shocked myself, but it came out of my spirit. I said, come out, you spirit of infirmity. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know what that even meant. And she began to thrash and tear and the demons were coming out of her and she was delivered and she never struggled again. So Very as fun. I began to start to do some some research on this, what I began to find is, is that we see here with this woman in, in Luke 13 is that there's people that... Now, again, I'm not saying this is every sickness, but I'm saying in a certain sense, all of us Many of you that are listening to this right now, you know somebody that has had perpetual sickness, mm-hmm. a perpetual sickness of, of some sort. They're always sick with something. Uh, they get over one thing, they go right into the next. They go right into the next. And usually it's a person with a real broken spirit. And the Lord began to start to minister to me. Actually, Curry Blake and I did a whole YouTube video on this subject okay. in great detail. And... um And it's amazing to see how many people that you'll begin to find autoimmune diseases and all of this different stuff. Way pre-COVID, you'll see that, that some people struggle with perpetual sicknesses. And if you don't cut it at the root... It's They they keep coming for healing, and then they're frustrated why they're not healed. Well, because it's not a sickness, it's it's demonically... It's a spirit. Yeah, it's a spirit that has uh, wedged open uh, this open door. Now, usually what I've noticed with most people is it usually comes right after a trauma, some kind of trauma in their life, a divorce, a death. Uh, a, a bankruptcy, uh, something devastating, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, even some you know sexually assaulted or, or assaulted and uh, major, major trauma. And then all of a sudden, it's almost like the Lord showed me like this, is it's kind of like an old clutch. If you've ever driven an old truck, <laughs> those old clutches, they used to kind of peel like that and they would open up a gap and then you could drop the <laughs> you could shift, you know? And and it's much the same thing. That's what I noticed with well, this.
0: If you could imagine a a pot. Uh, a glass pot or a, a clay pot or something and it's containing something on the inside. Yeah, um, We often think about it if it's cracked, what's on the inside would get out. Well, right. but the same would be true if it's cracked. things from the outside, contaminants right. can, can find their way in. Right. And so uh, a person's soul, if you will, right. ends up being cracked because of a major uh, disruption life event. Right. And some there's things that are on the outside, some kind of trauma, so, and things on the outside end up creeping and finding their way
1: in, and it contaminates right. who right. they are on the inside. And it's usually a personality type that is already a suppressive type of personality type. And you'll find that person it will end up going to the doctor. I mean, I've talked to many physicians, and they've said, some people we have no answer for why they are perpetually sick. And so uh, I I shared along this lines in Alabama, uh, no, Mississippi, and a surgeon, a top surgeon said to me, he said, I will concur 100% with everything that you've said. I have witnessed this in some of my patients. And so he began to tell tell me about... Even a a particular person that came forward about, because I I was ministering about some sicknesses are demonically influenced. Mm -hmm. Some sicknesses just are an accident. You know, if I go and I hit my thumb, that was an accident, it wasn't a demon, (laughs) you know. But in some cases, you know, and so he was telling me, he said, I went to go operate on a woman with uh, uh, breast cancer. And he said, we did an MRI, we mapped it out. He said, we drew on her with a magic marker so we knew where to cut. And so there was not gonna be any miss. And he said, and I cut her open in front of a room full of people. And he said, there was about six people in the surgery. And he said, the moment we saw this cancer, but she had been perpetually sick with multiple different sicknesses and then had developed into this cancer. He said, the moment we saw the cancer, he said, I went with the scalpel to cut the cancer out. And he said the cancer let loose like a grip wow. and he said it crawled around her back. And he oh. said, all of the nurses screamed and ran out of the surgery. And he said, I had to summon them back yeah. because he said, I had explained to them, listen, this is a spiritual thing that has affected her physically. And so some sicknesses can be that. Again, I say that very strongly. Some sicknesses, not all, not a large portion, you know, whatever, 10, 20%. But there are some that are sick, excuse me, are demonically inspired or demonically yeah. influenced. And well,
0: and then in reality, in one sense, it doesn't matter whether it's demonically influenced or whether, whether it's physical. And right. In this sense, they're both curable. Amen. There's an answer for both of those. Right. Now, how you go about getting that answer— Might it, be a little different. Is different. Yeah. I and mean, that depends on what the, the reason and the, the root source and the problem is. Uh, but both of them are, are curable. So here in this case with this woman, he cast out the devils. He cast out many devils. Uh, another person was blind and and dumb, couldn't speak, couldn't couldn't see. And so, cast out that. Uh, I'm sorry, wasn't blind, deaf and dumb spirit. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't hear, couldn't speak. Yeah. Uh, cast out that deaf and dumb spirit. Yeah. And then the person went hearing and speaking. Uh, so that wasn't necessarily a physical, it manifests itself in the physical, yes. but it was a spiritual issue. So praise God that yeah. regardless of how somebody got into a situation, whether yep. it was their fault, somebody else's fault, a trauma, a, um, uh, um, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's curable. Amen. By the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. And so, and His here's the, the other thing that I would mention, uh, to you before we, we take a break. Uh, I say to you, to the listener, to whomever is listening, um, Tom, the woman with the issue of blood. Yes. She spent all of her money going to doctors and trying to find her healing, absolutely emptied her financial. Yeah. Coffers. Yeah. And the Bible says she did not get better, but actually grew worse. Right. So years of time and all of her resources and didn't get any better. Yeah. And one moment with Jesus. Yes. She walks away well. Yeah. And so, folks, what I'm saying to you is, no matter how many times you've explored being cured from whatever situation it might be, I'm asking you, don't give up. Come, Saturday night, 6 o'clock, to Believer's Fellowship and let Jesus touch your life forever. Man. Let him do surgery, right? Yeah, let him do it. It's going to be so awesome. I'm excited. I'm excited. Folks, you're listening to Ask the Preacher. We're not finished, but at the bottom of the hour, we have to take a long break. We will be back. If you'd like to call into the studio, you can, 863-682-1430. You're listening to John and Tom today, and uh, we're happy to be with you. We'll see you in a few minutes. Let's get back to more of Ask the Preacher, your weekly chance to have Bible questions answered, brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. Here's John and Tom. Well, if you could be in the studio and listen to the conversations, uh, you'd either be shocked or just really having a great time. It's uh, it's amazing. Uh, well, let me say it this way. It's, it's exciting serving Jesus. Amen. Man, it really That's is. That's right. And um, I you know I, I have a lot of friends from various, uh, we, we call them denominations, sure. you know, uh, different groups of, of people that believe different things and do things different ways. Uh, but I, I love the fact that God loves them all and, yep. and he will work as much as you allow him to. It's so true. He, he just really will. And um, I have a friend that pastors a Baptist Church. And um, and he called his deacon board. He was reading through the scriptures. He was reading in the book of James, chapter five, and in verse fourteen it says, "If any among you sick, call upon the elders of the church, that he'll anoint your head with oil, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And if there's any sins committed, they'll be forgiven." And he's and he and he saw that, and he's like, "We've never done that." And he said, like, "Why didn't we do that? This has been in the Bible the whole time. I've never done that." And so he. He called the deacon board together, which would be like the elders of the church. Yeah. And it was on a Friday or Saturday. He, he talked to them maybe one-on-one. I don't know exactly how he did it. And he read the scripture and he said, I want to do this. This is the Bible. I want to do this. So let's do this on Sunday. And so, you know, he had a bottle of oil. Uh, that was ready and he read the scriptures to the church and and he said you know i guess it's a little different because the scripture says you call upon the elders so this is what we're going to do i've read the scriptures to you so if that's you i want you uh, the elders are down here at the front he said i just want you to come down and ask whatever elder you want to anoint you with oil yeah. and pray the prayer of faith over you and the bible says the prayer of faith will sh- will will save the sick by the way that word save there, I know we have in our mind that that means salvation. Well, it does mean salvation. Well, what does salvation mean? Salvation is not just for the soul. Salvation is also for the body, mm. the spirit, soul, and body, the whole of man. And so um, I, I could give you a whole lot more about that and help you understand it. If you ever want to know, just call up, send me an email, find me on Facebook, and and I'll be happy to, to, to help you. But um, but so the prayer of faith shall save the sick. It would be just as true to say the prayer of faith shall heal the sick. Yeah. And so they did that in the service there, and and people were healed. The Word works yeah. when we work it, yeah. and so we just have to believe it and do it. And I, I, I love, Tom, the way that you approach the Word of God, and you say, you know, it. there are special gifts, and sure. people have special gifts, but then there's things that's just written to all of us, in the scriptures, and they are so good. And if we'll just believe them and do them, you know, I, I you stay so calm. Uh, I don't know if I can remember a time when you've really, you know, riled up. You know, you're know, <laughs> you yeah. not that kind of preacher, knock, tuck, tie, you know, the <laughs> organ doesn't play behind you. You just kind of talk and you make it yeah. normal. Uh, but I love that because not only do you do that in the pulpit of church, just right. normal conversation, but you take the same thing out on the street. Right. And that normal over-the-counter, that's so why I'm gonna come yeah. back to that, that over-the-counter ministry takes place. Um, you have a video on your website, and this is where I get that phrase, over-the-counter mm. salvation or over-the-counter healing. Uh, not to minimize it, I'm not trying to make it cheap, what I'm trying to do is take the the, uh, the super spiritual, you know, like mystical. The, the mystical, the sky is going to break open and Jesus <laughs> is going to appear. Well, the reality is yeah. Jesus has appeared right there when we share his word. So yeah. you have this video where you're in a, um,
1: a department store. You know. Oh, it's a mall in Puerto Rico. Is it? Okay. That's in Puerto Rico. But she's an English speaking girl. Okay. I know the one you're talking about.
0: Yeah, and and uh, you come up to the counter and and you just talk to her and you say to her this. So this other term comes up. You say, um, you know, hey, do you do you have any pain? I I take people's pain away. Yeah. Well, to the religious Christian, that sounds like you know, oh, that's New Agey. That's right. W- whatever. But look by by simple definition when you minister to that person and their pain leaves yeah. you took it away well somebody yeah. said well he didn't take it away god took it away okay god took it away through you what, whatever but yeah. god was not doing it by himself
1: right. you know but like that girl she was very secular and so she wouldn't understand uh you know anything else and so because she was so secular i i just used it to like you said demystify and she had a radical encounter that was probably one of the other ones that really stood out to me for a real radical instantaneous uh, healing because in that case i felt nothing to be honest yeah. with you i really didn't See, feel love, anything and so she was blown away and she just started screaming and crying and she got like really emotional and stuff she
0: had a she had a shoulder that she That couldn't. was frozen yeah, and she couldn't raise her arm, but so high, and right. and she was like, "Well, you know, oh, okay, I guess, you know." Just she was actually shocked when she yeah. raised her arm, and you saw her, and yeah. she's like, "Oh my goodness!" You
1: know, yeah, and she's
0: like to her friends and stuff, you know, yeah, yeah.
1: And she ended up getting born again. You don't see it in that video, but she got born again immediately after that. Th- there was another one we had. Um, um, I mean, we do it everywhere, but I, we had another video like that. Of uh, we were in Las Vegas again, and we were doing some street ministry, and there was a street performer, and he had crutches, and I said, "Man, I said, I bet you wish you you could walk without those crutches." He goes, "Well, yeah, this really stinks, you know," and so I was setting him up totally, you know, and so I said, "Uh, I, "I bet you're in a lot of pain," and he said, "Yeah." I am, and I have been for a while, and I said, oh, watch this. This is so cool. So I just put my hand on his leg, and I said, the name of Jesus, all pain, go. And I grabbed his crutch, and I said, walk. And he goes, I can't unless I have my crutches. I said, just walk. And he took two steps, and he, like, got really emotional. He was blown away. He's like, how did you do that? How did you do that? And, and then I just shared with him. It was through the power of the name of Jesus. And so... Um, but he was very dramatically uh, healed and we've seen several different ones like that uh, and and often the what we have found for divine healing obviously it's the calling card of salvation and that was kind of the book of Acts uh, track if you want to call yeah, it that yeah. you remember the tracks of the 80s and 90s and stuff and so it was kind of a like a track you know of people getting healed. And so, um, and so that's kind of what we pattern our ministry of doing that. And not, not that we're against any other form of evangelism. I just had a prophetic dream. The Lord Jesus uh, uh, appeared to me in this dream uh, about uh, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, and he said, uh, some today, he said, try to win the masses hoping that one sticks. Hmm. And I'm like, what? And he said it again. He said, some today, and I knew he was talking about me, try to win the masses hoping one sticks. He said, but I would minister to one and I would reap masses. And I'm like, I, told, I woke up and I told Susie, I said, we have to stop doing that kind of evangelism. I said, the Lord's wanting us to do more of a... Power evangelism, where it's more organic, you know, and and just whatever happens happens, you know. We were just in California, and and uh, I was helping this church. Kind of what we did last year here, we did a uh, because I was just trying to jumpstart them. You guys do it frequently and stuff, but uh, for this church in California, I was I took them to a laundromat, and I said we're just going to pay for people's laundry, let it organically happen. Whatever happens, happens. And so we go to pay for people's laundry, and as we're paying for people's laundry, uh, this woman comes out of her car, and so I went out and I grabbed her laundry basket. I said, let me help you. And so she's got a kid, she's got an older daughter who's like 18, and I said, we're going to pay for your laundry today. And she came apart, wow. balling her eyes out. She goes, this is the last of my money. And I said, come on, we're going to go pay for it. We're going to take up an offering for you and we're going to bless you. And she was just overwhelmed, you know? And, uh, so, um, yeah, that was super, uh, emotional. And, uh, we saw several others. There were some, some Hispanic people that their English was not so good and stuff, but, uh, but they were in a lot of pain. We prayed for them, and the Lord healed them and and rededicated their lives to Jesus and <laughs> and it just cut through that language barrier. It was quite interesting. I just know just enough Spanish to be dangerous. so
0: oh yeah, man, if you reached <laughs> out and and uh, somebody's pain was removed, they don't care what language no, you no speak, you absolutely. Know, we were in a,
1: We were in a uh, we went into a Ross, uh, which is like a clothing store. It's like a TJ Maxx, and so we went into this Ross, and so the group that was with me, they said, uh, um, they said, uh, well, how do you approach people? I said, well, let's come over, let's go talk to this lady. I didn't know that her English was pretty poor. You know, Mm -hmm. she was doing better than I was in Spanish. (laughs) Right. But uh, so I walked up to her and I said exactly that. We take away people's pain. I laid hands. I I said. So the pastor and this group of people that were with me, I said, uh, lay your hands on her. The Lord's going to heal her right now. And so they ministered to her. She was healed. So then she yells across the store to her cousin, come here, come here, come here. (laughs) Will you pray for my cousin? And so we're like, sure. And so we start to pray for the cousin. The cousin is crying and this and that. And, And we couldn't see on the backside, there was like a, not a fence but like a uh, like a barrier uh, where the clothes were on the other side and so we're 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 praying for this lady, and both ladies are crying, and they're getting healed. And so the we hear this voice on the other side, and this woman says, you're not done yet. You're not done. Just a minute. I'm, <laughs> I'm coming, coming around. around. And so she came all the way around the store because she said, pray for me next. So. Wow. Man, that is so awesome.
0: That is so awesome. Folks, uh, I know when Jesus you're— Jesus is a healer. When you're, yes, he is. Jesus, that's well said. Jesus is the healer. So I know you're listening and you're thinking. Man, that that guy must be something awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, he's really not. He's just Tom. Um, and <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I get what you're the, saying. <laughs> it really is. Jesus is the healer. And, and when we will allow ourselves to just be filled with Jesus and then pour out what he is on the inside of mm-hmm. us, Stuff happens. Amen. So that's all it is. And so for those of you who are believers and you would like this type of thing to operate in your life, I encourage you to come this weekend. Uh, for those of you who maybe need a miracle like that, or maybe you're an unbeliever, or maybe you're a doubter, or a skeptic, or whatever, come and find out yeah. what Jesus can do. Uh, we're, we have one more segment to, uh, to to be with you, and so uh, we're going to take a break here, but don't go anywhere. Um, yeah. Yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Ask the Preacher. Fourth and final segment coming up for Ask the Preacher this Friday afternoon, brought to you by Believer's Fellowship Church. All right, here's Tom and John. Well, if there wasn't a light that came on on the wall, Tom, you and I would have just been talking and...
1: They would have been hearing us <laughs> yeah. laughing
0: and talking. We'd have been on the air and... <laughs> Hey, folks, I want to invite you this weekend, um, let's see, one, two, three, four services, four services, but really kind of only three services. Okay, so tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. at Believer's Fellowship. If you don't know how to get there, just Google it, Believer's Fellowship. Uh, on the north side of Lakeland believersfellowship.com is our website but uh, 10 a.m tomorrow morning we will have uh, brother Tom will be conducting it uh a, a, it's a very simple teaching and training right. concerning evangelism um he'll he'll take the pressure off listen um the gospel is that Romans 116 the gospel is the power of God unto salvation mm. okay I am not the power of God my my tactic is not the power of God. Uh, my uh, expression and emotional involvement, that's not the power of God. My, right. my cute or, or tear-jerking story, that's not the <laughs> Okay, The gospel is the power of God yeah. unto salvation. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll help you learn how to simply evangelize, simply tell people about Jesus, and, uh, and, and you'll see lives changed in front of you. I will tell you this, not everybody believes, but everybody deserves to hear truth. That's right. They can they can reject it, they can accept it, that's their choice, but you should be well equipped on how to minister the gospel of Jesus. Yeah. Um okay, so that's tomorrow morning, Saturday morning at ten AM at Believers Fellowship, and then
1: tomorrow night, May the twenty first, Saturday, six PM Bring as many sick people as you possibly can. Yeah. Bring let's just have the house full, right, Pastor John? Absolutely. Just of wheelchairs, of dying people and you know some people say pastor john oh i'm too sick to go I, my my thing is that is wait a minute so to go to a healing service you got to get well that does that's like saying i can't go to the doctor i'm too sick <laughs>
0: right, i can't go right, to the right. hospital right. i'm
1: too sick <laughs> uh that one doesn't make sense so bring as many sick people as you can and and uh, we've had some that were atheists we've had some mormons we've had muslims we've had uh Buddhist, we've had uh, Hindus, we've had Hindu people come and, and uh, yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses. We even had a Jehovah's Witness come and the Lord healed them. And so I challenge you, I dare you to bring the worst case you can tomorrow night, six o'clock. Oh man, that's
0: going to be awesome. Yeah. And so again, Believers Fellowship, look us up on Google Mapus, Siri Mapus, whatever you need to do. Uh, and then Sunday morning, 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., which that's our normal times. Uh, at least for right now so um okay so brother tom um you ah, uh, there's so many th- I, we have so little time and so many different things that i would that i would want to talk about you have um you have these videos that you play and uh most of the time they're they're recordings from in churches where you minister because that's what you yeah. do you you travel right uh, and you teach churches how to do precisely what you're doing this yeah. this weekend um and, and so I just want to address this idea. When Jesus healed people, he did heal people in the temple, and he also healed people on the streets. Yeah. Um, when the apostles healed people, Peter and John were on their way to the temple. Yeah, to and, pray, right? Yeah, and so there's this man that's laid out there right outside the door, right outside the gate of the temple. And uh, he's begging for money. Well, it's a great place to beg for money, where you have all these people who are supposed to be God honoring, God fearing, and generous people. Yep. You know, and and they say, well, you know, hey, we don't have anything today to give you, uh, but I do have something that will change your life forever. Now, that's my words. They didn't yeah. say it that way. Um, uh, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give to you. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Yeah. Now they get. They get in trouble for it. They get called before the council, and yep. and uh, this is the basic testimony. Hey, look, the, you know, his name, the name of Jesus, it worked. It wasn't me. Yeah. It was Jesus. And yeah, I, I, it I'm, was his name. I'm yeah. going to embellish on the story yeah. a little bit. It's like, hey, if you want to make somebody be in trouble, go find Jesus. It's <laughs> yeah. his fault, you know? Yeah. And, and so what I see in the church world today, not not all over the place, but, but largely— um, we have a, an idea of confusion that it's that it's us that does it, uh, or that if it's not us that does it, then just let God do it. Well, the reality is it works together. Right. God he lives has, in us, right? Yes, He lives in us and He flows through us. He's given us the authority to use His name, and He's given us the powers of help and healing. Um, he's given the gospel to us and given us the message of reconciliation. Yes. And so it works both ways. If if you need uh, to find out what God can do in your life, it's going to be a person that that typically tells you, and you will see God move. And if you want to see the power of God work in your life, well, then you're going to have to give God Opportunity, and so whatever spectrum—that's a dangerous word in today's society—whatever spectrum you fall in, um, you know, just come and, and find out what what God might do. And and so um, I'll just copy Tom's word: bring as many sick people as, as you can. Yeah. There is no such thing as as too sick. That's so, right. Um, it's going to be a great weekend. Okay. One more time: tomorrow morning, ten a.m. Tomorrow evening, six p.m. Special healing service, and then Sunday morning, nine and eleven a.m. at Believers Fellowship. You're Don't gonna want to be there. Uh, Folks, this has been Ask the Preacher. We're glad you uh, were listening. And uh, listen, you can uh, find us online, believersfellowship.com. There's services that are online there, uh, but there's nothing like being in the house. So I hope you will come this weekend and and join us. But if you need to look us up online, please do so, believersfellowship.com. We're on the air every week. Fridays at 5.07 is really about when we come on, and we're on the air all the way till uh, just before 6 o'clock as you have been listening today. Hey, Jesus loves you. Amen. He's got a great plan for your life. Yes, he does. And he wants to pour out his goodness to you. Seek the Lord, and you will find him. Good day. God bless you. Amen.